One aspect of the suffering nature of mind is what's known as the shadow child. And understanding this shadow child uh, is really essential if you want to break free of the self-hatred of egoic identification and the self-torture of the superego or the tendency to whip ourselves or beat ourselves up because we perceive ourselves to not be good enough or something that we did or wrong could have been better or we're never going to be better. We're always the loser. So the shadow child is essential to understand this um, aspect of ego that can be traced back to the trauma of the birth process. So when a baby is born, it is traumatic for the baby and also for the mother. And during that process, the baby experiences intense fear. And the reason for that is the baby is leaving the safety and comfort of the womb and coming out through a very, very small opening into a whole nother reality. And it's that shift from the safety of the womb to another reality for the baby. The baby experiences that as a break from essence. And during that process, what happens is what's been described as a ring of terror that actually goes on unconscious as the baby develops. And as the baby grows and is about four years old, the self-hatred that is sitting on top of this fear generated by the birth process becomes a kind of sense that there's or feeling that there's something wrong but it transmutes itself into instead of there was an event of going from the womb the safety of the womb to a new environment it transmutes itself into this idea that there's something wrong with me and this is the evolution of the shadow so the ego is the feeling I am me and the shadow child is basically the outer representation of this inner unconscious fear. So to shine the light on self-hatred, it is essential to examine more closely the feeling of worthlessness, the feeling I'm not lovable, I'm not good enough. And then also examining the superego or the whip that we beat ourselves up with. I should have done this better. I should be stronger. I should be faster. You know, whatever that conversation is where we literally beat ourselves up is basically saying to ourselves that we're not good enough and that we'll never be good enough, right? So to see through this is to actually examine this more closely, more intimately. So the inquiry of Ramana Maharshi is an intimate discovery of the truth of yourself. But to see this truth, you have to shine the light on the shadow of yourself or the demons 
the Papaji talked about. And in, to do that, you simply have to get more intimate with yourself to see what's actually going on. What is this shadow? What is this deeper issue, this fear generated by the birth process? And a very effective way of meeting self-hatred is to examine the first time that you remember experiencing that feeling. You might have been five or six years old. Maybe you were in the first grade or the second grade. And you suddenly realize that you were not good enough. You were not as good as the other kids. You weren't as pretty. You weren't as fast. You weren't as strong. And it builds on this sense or feeling that I'm not good enough, this sense of self-hatred. So to pull out the root or to shine the light on this, you can actually see that it evaporates with the light of your consciousness. But you first have to find that feeling. And like I said, the most effective way is to go back in time to the first time you remember experiencing that feeling whether it was the second grade or third grade and you go back to that time and you can actually consciously take that smaller you the shadow child this feeling this this kid that was scared or shy and bringing that child into your heart in this moment as an inquiry not as a psychotherapeutic process and it is psychotherapeutic to do it this way to allow your mind to go back in time to that initial incident that solidified the story of your self-hatred. So there was the feeling of self-hatred that solidifies when you're four years old. And then there's the story or collected evidence that you gather as you move through life. And this begins with that very first time that you remember feeling that you were worthless, unlovable, not good enough. This deep, deep sense of self-hatred, which in effect feeds the feeling of shyness or wanting to hide or not be seen, right? And then the the superego is the one that comes in as the judge to beat us up. Yeah, see, you weren't good enough. You failed again. This really strong movement of the superego to beat up or to fight or attack our own self. But it begins with the root or the shadow child. And just simply shining the light of your consciousness on that moment in time where it's solidified and bringing that child self into your heart and allowing that to rest in the heart, allowing your little you to rest inside the heart of the adult you and all the emotions that that can evoke, a sense of sadness or a sense of relief, a sense of finally I'm safe again. So you bring the the child, the shadow child, into the heart and allow it to rest there. And then after a few moments, you can examine this more closely to see, is this shadow child real in this moment? And by examining 
it in the context of this moment, examining the shadow, you can see through the shadow. And then, of course, like any shadow, when you shine the light of your consciousness, the shadow vaporizes. So the essence or the truth is shining through the shadow or the lie. So this shadow child is the lie that you started to believe at four years old and it evolved over time into a very deep sense of self-hatred or self-loathing. And then on top of that is the superego where you literally beat yourself up or prove to yourself that you're not good enough by examining your actions in life or circumstances in life from the superego perspective or judging yourself, right? So naturally, when the shadow child is met in this way, when you shine the light of your consciousness onto the shadow, the shadow disappears and that deep feeling of self-hatred dissipates it starts to evaporate as well. And as the shadow disappears, the other aspect of this is you begin to mature. So as long as the shadow child remains in place, right, this deep feeling of self-hatred that goes back in time to that first incident, as long as that remains in place, there's a kind of immaturity that manifests in your life based on the shadow child because the shadow only wants to seek pleasure and avoid pain or anything that's uncomfortable. This is the nature of the shadow child and it shows up in adults as a kind of immaturity. So in the willingness to bring the shadow child into the heart, allow it to dissipate, allow it to see through, allow yourself to see through the shadow, then there's this natural maturing that happens, a natural ability to take on responsibility. Because as I've said many times, in order to really be free, in order to really apply the teaching of Ramana Maharshi, there has to be 100% responsibility. You have to start to see that you are the one in your life that is generating the negativity you experience. What we feel is that it's happening to us from the outside, that there's something that's happening in our environment or someone in our life that is causing our grief, that is causing our suffering, that is causing or inflaming our sense of self-hatred. So the tendency from the egoic perspective, from the egoic mind, the genetic mind, is to blame our circumstances, to blame other people, but there's never any responsibility for ourself. So once the shadow child is seen through, when we shine the light of the self-consciousness onto the shadow child, there's this natural maturation that be begins and you can start to take responsibility and you can start to see how the futility in blaming your parents and blaming the past and blaming your circumstances right? You can start to see through that. And the more you see through that, the more you free yourself from the deep self-loathing and fear that's at the root. So at the root of every ego is a sense of self-hatred. And at the root of every 
sense or feeling of self-hatred is this intense terror of being born into this world and breaking from essence or the safety of the womb right so the simple meeting of the shadow child is an important crossover in consciousness from the immaturity of blaming your circumstances and other people for your feelings of hatred self-hatred anger rage frustration stress all of it comes from the sense that it's the other person's fault so in meeting the shadow there this evolution of your consciousness and realization on a deep level that you are the presence deeper than the fear that in fact when you fall into the ring of terror fall through the ring of terror that was created during the birth process you fall into the peace in the core the presence of the womb that you never left that is within you and all around you. So it's an intimate meeting of the source of self-hatred is seeing through the shadow child and allowing the shift in consciousness essential for spiritual maturation, for spiritual maturity to begin to evolve. And that begins by taking responsibility that the deep recognition that it's really not your circumstances causing your grief, right, or causing your fear or sadness or anger. The cause or source of that is within you, right? It's what you generate based on your circumstances. So somebody says something to you that's negative and you imagine what that means about you, what it means about them, what it means about your past, what it means about your future. And this can happen in a fraction of a second. And before we know it, we're at the effect of the shadow again. And we're feeling bad about ourselves and our circumstances. And this is the nature of suffering, that it just keeps repeating and repeating until we shine the light of our consciousness on this core and very deep issue of self-hatred and self-torture of the superego. So in the willingness to meet the shadow child, you have the willingness to grow up, the willingness to be free of the past in a whole new way, to be free of the pain of self-hatred right here and right now. Thank you so much for listening. This is Koshi, and I'll be talking to you again soon. Mm-hmm.